just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnke and I'm here with Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart. Oh, hi, Dave. Did you like that? Obviously, those listening at home wouldn't have seen that, but Dave pointed to Jess when he said Jess Perkins and pointed to me when he said that. No, I did a a point and then like a cross. A wave. Like a a pen. And we have here. Right. Just in case we weren't sure who you were referring to. Also, he does that most times. Have you only just started looking at Dave? Hi, yeah. My hand really flourishes up to the sky. There's yeah. a glow around. Like I'm Dave. doing a backhand. Backhand. <laughs> a backhand a compliment to you, Matt. Right. A backhand. <laughs> give me a what give me a backhanded compliment. I what? love how you dress like you don't care. <laughs> that's that's for one of the all time great that's backhanders. <laughs> Are you negging me? It's just like you're so effortlessly casual. I love, yeah, I, just, I wish I could just get up and yeah, go out. What about a uh, even a shit beard looks good on you? Yeah. Well, yeah, that is, that's, that's confusing. Oh, <laughs> it's huh? confusing. I, I just know. wish I had your confidence. I don't know. <laughs> I could never leave the house looking like I hadn't bathed. Wow. Couldn't do it. I could never leave the house with your personality. <laughs> oh, and see, that's brave. Yeah, that's, see, that's, that's getting just, a bit mean. I think that's just a four-handed insult. insult. Sorry. Uh, now let me serve you up. Here we go. A volley of shame. You don't serve volleys. You serve and volley. All right? Well, Stop mixing your tennis metaphors. This is a two-hander. It's an approach shot oh. after a serve, then a volley, and then a celebration. Nice face, <laughs> mate. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Did you see that? that was the, the approach shot was nice, uh, nice face. Yep. Yep. The volley was mate. Right. And then I turned to the crowd. <laughs> they went wild. <laughs> He said, come on. <laughs> come on! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Do you feel the power in that? Yeah, I felt I felt a parrot in that, whatever that means. I don't get this lingo of the kids. But no. um what uh Call you have, kid, was that a backhanded compliment? Do you have any Yes. Do you have any business to get through before I get cracking with this fantastic report? I have a business uh this proposition is... for you. Ooh. I have invented a new kind of microwave. It's very little and it only works for two-minute noodles. Wow. Are you in? <laughs> yes. Great. Micro. How much do you want? I've got a checkbook. It's a micro-microwave. Micro-microwave. I'm thinking we're calling it the micro-microwave wave. Oh, what's the second wave? I don't know. It just seemed fun. <laughs> yeah. I want it to be whimsical. Maybe it's waterproof. Can have it in a wave pool. Micro-microwave wave. Yeah. That. What, right. about, what about it's wave activated? You wave at it and it starts. Oh, fuck. That so you don't get any cute. of the radiation. You don't have to be near it. it. You wave. Right. It and that's cute up. too because like a little animation comes on the screen <laughs> yeah. waves back. <laughs> With a smiley. So it's for lonely people. That could change, you know, you know, medical technology as well. Just waving. Wave at yeah. an x-ray. Yeah. <laughs> wave wave Just ray. 
Just wave at a defibrillator. <laughs> Hello. That'll jumpstart him. <laughs> that should do it. So I do have some business, though. Oh, yeah, nothing. Pod enough. business. If you are in Melbourne on October the 13th, ooh, spooky kind of, we are doing a show. <laughs> Saturday the 13th. Oh. We're doing our live show, our Bon Voyage show before we go to the UK at Howler in Brunswick. Sold a lot of tickets. Few left. You want to get involved? We've got the uh, ticket link in the description of this episode. Or do go on pod.com for all tickets to all podcasts. Mm. And if you like Howler, I run a comedy night there every month, first Wednesday of the month. There, it's a free night. Uh, so come it's see. It's so good. Comedy. It's great. Howler is awesome. The comedians are awesome. It's actually, it's going to be it's a great venue. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be so good. So just come on the 13th and then wait. Uh, what about two, three weeks? Just go on a bender. Yeah. Go back to the front bar. Great bar. They have great beers on tap. Anyway, enough about Howler. Uh, is, uh, is that all? Also, we have to talk about our Blockbuster Tober. Right. That was, I knew there was something I was meant to mention and I could not remember. Thanks for the reminder. Blockbuster Topher Grace is what I'm starting to call it yeah, around. I still don't love that one. Oh, you still don't love that one <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> uh, it's a it's an idea I had where we're going to do all October. Every topic is going to be a banger, a banger, right? And uh, the way we've done that is uh, we put out a survey, put out last a survey, week. and that's now closed. And we've got a lot of responses. It feels feels real good to be responded to like that. I'm so used to sitting here and getting nothing, um, but the, the listeners they really got they re- back to me. Yeah. That's right, Jess. Oh, she's blocking me now. I get it. And uh, so I'm going to take those and we're going to put them to uh, the patrons one by one and figure out what topics we're going to do for Blockbuster Toe for Grace. Month. Month. And, yeah, because now I've, I've entirely lost October now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have to somehow include You put it. in Toe for Grace instead of. <laughs> yeah, that's just from Toba, from October. All right. Let's just call it Block October. Maybe it should be Block Toby Maguire. <laughs> block Toby Maguire. No, Block Toby Maguire. Oh, yeah, that works. Buster Month. Right. He's got the B. He's adding a PH. It wasn't there before. That's or is it right. an F? I don't yeah, know. You got a PH reading on this one? It wasn't there before. Ooh. It's off the scale. Anyway, so um, if you, if you want to get involved in that um, and you're on Patreon, you'll look out for those coming up and it's going to be sick. And we're going to finish the month with our most requested ever topic. Topher Grace, <laughs> the life and times of. Reported that... by Topher Grace himself. <laughs> wow. We're hooking up a satellite link. We're going to get him. That'd be so good. Haven't they, asked him yet. When we were in Sydney, Dave and I went and saw a Topher Grace movie together. That's right, Black Klansman, and he oh, was yeah. uh, playing a racist almost too well. <laughs> what? Very believable, Topher. What are you implying? Are you acting anymore, Topher? Are you guys just saying he's a good actor? That, yes, definitely he's a great actor. Uh, so, he did. He did great. He did Grace. Toe for Grace. <laughs> it was He's a, always doing Toe for Grace. Real good movie. Anyhow, uh, the way this show goes is it's, a one, two. Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get uh, given a topic by listeners, often voted for by the Patreons, and uh, that's what happened this week. One of us will do a report on that topic, which is me. This week, we get on a topic by asking a question, and the other two are going in blind. Jess and I don't know what this is. That's right. Otherwise, this question would be yeah. <laughs> a little pointless, uh, which I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not going to get this How one. How dare you have so little faith in us, David? Let us get to this question okay. immediately. We will not stop. No clues. Uh, Don't even ask the question. Let's just guess. <laughs> yeah. 
It's I'm I'm just saying it's a sport question and I didn't know it and I Tiger Woods. This is dad. Greg Norman. Uh, the question is, which past NFL player could oh, be referred to as the football cult killer? Oh. OJ Simpson. No. Oh. I hadn't, I hadn't heard of this guy. So I'll give you one guess, Jess, and then I'll, I'll move it along. Come on, Jess. Can you name a footballer? Because I mean, I've said mine. <laughs> oh, I mean, killer slash footballer, of which there are dozens. Yeah, there's more than I realised. Is there actually lots? There are. Yeah, there's websites dedicated to. Oh, that's sad. Oh, what a weird niche. I don't yeah. have. I don't have one. Robert Rosier. Oh, Robert Rosier was. My I don't guess. think anyone's called him the football cult killer, but did you? Is that a little bit of your spin? Yeah. Well, he was a footballer who joined a cult and was a killer. See, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry to show you the workings out there, but uh, that's how I came to the. Also, a lot of spoiler right at the top there. Oh no! No, I call that sizzle. Sorry, he played some sort of sport. Ooh, oh, but what? And then he joined a cult and was a killer. But let's talk but about the sport. what sport did he play? Okay, well, here is my topic. This one was suggested by Sibba, uh, whose real name Dave can pronounce. Oh, oh Sibba Bjorg. Yes. From Iceland. Yes. Sibba Bjorg, I believe. Is it Sibba Bjorg or Sia Bjorg? Sia Bjorg, Bia Bjorg. I'm so sorry. This but happens think, every time. Well, we can call, I think she has told us before that you can call her Seba. Yes. Great. That's which is so thank you so much for listening in Iceland and so, suggesting a topic that I've never heard of. No, this is cool. Appreciate that. Let's do it. Yeah, I heard of this either. And that um but it yeah, it's a it's it's pretty full on. Obviously it's about a, a killer, so um anyhow, Robert Rosie was born on the twenty eighth of july nineteen fifty five in Anchorage. Ooh, fifty five. Good year. Five five, yes. Uh, from there, he Did went. Did you say he was born in Alaska? Yes. Ooh. That's the end of the Alaska section of the show. Why did you react to that? I just thought it would, maybe people didn't hear, and it's just. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I mean, just don't associate the weather there being great for NFL training. Well, uh, that's why he moved to California <laughs> to attend high school in Sacramento before studying at the University of California, Berkeley. I didn't realize that. I thought Berkeley was the name of the uni, but it's. University of California, Berkeley. Oh, because you ah. do see Berkeley written on yeah. shirts. I think that maybe that's just the campus of the university. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, there he played for the college football team as a defensive end. Uh, he was pretty handy, apparently um, a pretty impressive player. Obviously impressive enough to be selected in the 1979 NFL draft by the St. Louis Cardinals. Right, so 24 when he's being selected. Is yeah. that bit, would that be considered a late bloomer for this type of? Well, I, th- I I'm not I'm not an American sport uh, expert, but I'm pretty sure they they definitely are more serious about their college years, and I think some probably jump straight into professional level, and others will play through the colleges and then put themselves up for the draft. But I'm I'm not 100 percent sure about that. I know college football is huge though. Yeah, um, basketball's the same. I think some players will will hang back and play out their college years before trying to join the NBA and others will jump in sooner. So I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think it's it's probably pretty normal. Um, he didn't last very long, though, before being cut. Or I also read uh, quit, he quit. But I'm more seemed to say he was cut. But then some said he quit, which is interesting. Mm. He then moved on to the Canadian Football League in 1980, playing for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Tiger Cat. Okay. I like that. 
Yeah. Mm. I wonder if that was from um, a merging of two previous teams, the Tigers and the Cats, because it feels like... You'd think you'd just make up a new one, but they're like, no, no, Tiger Cats. I like Tiger Cats. because You know my favourite um, American baseball team, the Rail, Rail Cats, Cats yes. from Gary, South Shore. Uh, they, I, I, I've tried to figure out what a rail cat is. I assume it's a cat that lives on the track. On the track. Did you Google it at all? Yeah. Okay. All that came up was the Gary South Shore Rail Cats. Right. I think they, yeah, I think they might be the only ones. Uh, but how good is this team name? This other team he played for in the Canadian League was the Sasquatch, the Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this word said so many times. The Sas and can you help me out if I fail this one more time? Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan's great. I've heard it, but I've never tried to read it. <laughs> if I didn't look at it, I would have been able to say it. I reckon Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, fuck, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Oh, Rough Rider. That sounds Whoa. like a sex move. Well, I, I remember a brand of condom called that called that that we uh, laughed at a lot. In uh, high school. Rough Rider. Yeah. Rough Rider. Right. What does that mean? <laughs> Ooh. Ribbed? Yeah, ribbed. I assume so. Both sides ribbed. <laughs> it's, un- it's uncomfortable. Oh, it's uncomfortable it's, for everyone. It's pleasure. spiky. <laughs> oh, that is rough. Uh, following that, he was briefly signed up with the Oakland Raiders. So he, I think this is pretty common in American football as well. Uh, players will make lists and they have pretty long rosters and then they'll they'll get cut. And move on, and they'll jump around different squads. So is that is that back in the NFL? The back in the NFL, yep. but I don't think he ever ended up playing for them, uh, and and obviously none of them lasted very long because that was all within a couple of years. Um, from what I could gather, he wasn't focused enough on football to make a success of it, and some sources suggested he he may have been getting caught up in drugs and petty crimes as well. Mm. Um, I mean, I mean, it's sad to think that you get caught up in petty crimes. Mate, if you focus on the football, surely you'll make more money doing yeah, that. Yeah, isn't it? It's interesting. but um, yeah. Some people aren't really long-term thinkers. Yeah, know? I want 20 bucks now, not 20 million tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. think somewhere I said that the, he, um, in the, while he was playing in Canada, he, there were, uh, he was racking up some bad check debt, which is... Yeah, interesting. It's what a what a time where you could just write on a piece of paper. People are like, I'll trust that. See you I'll, later. I assume this account has money in it. Yeah. What a funny time. Um so that was that was the end of his professional football career within a couple of years. Wow. Uh the other key figure in this story is a man named Hulon Mitchell Jr. Uh, okay. In Kingfisher, Oklahoma, on the twenty seventh of October nineteen thirty five. Mitchell was born into a Christian family. His father was a reverend and his mother played piano at the Church of God in Christ in Enid, Oklahoma. Enid. Enid. Oh, that's good. He was the eldest of 15 children. Too many. What? Do they know what what was causing it? Do they? Do they? Probably not Not buying Rough Riders. Yeah, need yeah. Rough Riders. Oh, I need a couple of Rough Riders. Or was it because the Rough Riders had so much ribbing that they created friction and... and they didn't work. They didn't work. They did not or work. is Rough Riding... Rough Riding, yeah. I thought Rough Riding was the... It's interesting that Rough Riding is the name of a... Because that feels brand. like that I thought that, sh- that was the lack of... Sans condom. 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 Condominium. Short for condominium. Wow. They were doing a lot of rough riding. So 50, same parents, just one couple, fifteen so, kids, pushing yes. out fifteen. I oh no, 
Apparently there's that, well, this is what I've heard, is that there's a, like a chemical in women's brains that kind of makes us forget how painful labour was. Right. Right? So that's why you're then able and willing to go back and have more children. But surely by 15 you remember the trauma. Maybe you remember it at 15, so that's why they cut her off there. Yeah, you're right. It's also like to have 15 kids, like you're assuming there's some small gaps in between. That's a that's a long period of your life. Yeah, that's a probably twenty years. Yeah, you, he, he this guy you're talking about was it Mitchell's probably twenty five years older than his youngest brother or sister. Most people wouldn't have a career, you know, that lasts as long as her career in in being a pregnant person. Yeah, no. no you know, thanks. my my uh, dad is one of fourteen. Do you know yeah, that? I would have mentioned that too and, many times. Probably. That's true. And same mother. For someone, all 14. Same mother for all 14. Someone once figured out, hang on, I'm trying Might to figure 13. it out Might be 13. It's a, that kind of number that I don't even know exactly how many. Because <laughs> they also remember. had foster kids and stuff. So They also had foster kids? Yeah. So having, was a house Included in that 14. No, I think that was outside of that. Oh Maybe my it was God. 13 and foster kids. I think we figured but, out that my grandma was pregnant for something like seven years of her life or just under. So she had eight kids? Nine. Damn it. It's real simple good, maths. <laughs> nine? Did you have nine? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. But no, that's okay. Too long. Hulon Mitchell Jr. So he's eldest of 15. According to the New York Times, Mitchell attended segregated public schools before serving in the Air Force and earning a psychology degree in Oklahoma, where he was regarded as brilliant by some teachers. The Times also said that he worked with civil rights groups in organizing sit-ins in Oklahoma, but grew disillusioned and called the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King that dead, that dead dog preacher. Ooh, I don't really know what that means, but it doesn't understand. sound positive. No, nah, it doesn't sound like a nice thing right, to so say about someone. Started out on the same side, but then he Changed turned his mind against. Or? Well, yeah, I, I think he, I guess he obviously disagreed with how he was going about it, or I'm not. Yeah, not sure because hmm. he had, he ended up. Yeah, look, I think if you're putting these two side by side, you'd probably go with almost 100 percent revered Dr. Martin Luther King there we Jr. Go. Right. Right. Hmm. Or is that just like the eight? Anyway, I've never ever heard anyone say anything bad about Dr. Martin Luther King. I don't think until that. Yeah, yeah, good but point. I guess at the time, at the probably, time, yes, there would have been, um, yeah, some... absolutely, but not so much now. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but this was, I mean, he was quoted quite a while at uh, that was at the mm. when they were peers, I guess, on mm. some level. The article also mentioned that he studied law, though he didn't complete his de- degree. And also earned a master's degree in economics from Atlanta University. Um, so as well as being impressive in his studies, he was also uh, described as charismatic quite a lot. Just as doing the loser sign. Sounds like a big old nerd. I've got a master's in economics. I studied law. Great. <laughs> sounds like my kind of guy. Just go bowling or something. Right. Do you oh. know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah, think but I do. can you bowl? <laughs> can you? Oh, can okay. you get a strike? You got a few pieces of paper, but Whoop can you can knock do. down some pins? Can you? Didn't can we think so. borrow those pieces of paper, flip them over, and write down the score? Yeah. And you got zero. Yeah. Look at that. Gutter ball. That's why we call you gutter ball. Julio. I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling up to remember his name. So who long? Because he changes his name soon. Gutter ball Mitchell. That's why we call you gutter ball Mitchell. So you've got book skills, sure, but I've got that life d- skills. But that don't impress me much. <laughs> 
And those words were written down and then read by a young scholar by the name of Shania Twain, mm. who then uh, used them as inspiration for her hit. Daughter of Mark Twain, I assume. <laughs> you assume correctly, yes. I was trying to think of another one of her songs. Uh, man, I Feel Like a Woman. Yeah, I was going to be like, that's, you know, like I was going to do one of those classic switcheroos and I fucked it. So anyway, do go on. Would have been really good. I'll fix yeah. it in the edit. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, by 1979, when Rosie was starting out on his short-lived professional football career, Mitchell had moved to Florida and was founding a new religious movement called the Nation of Yahweh, which set up its headquarters in Florida. The, the na- Nation of Yahweh. Yes. How do you spell Yahweh? Y-A-H-W-E-H. They spell it uh, in, like, Hebrew or... Right. So even on, on their website... The Nation of Yahweh's website, it's everything else is in English apart from because I believe Yahweh, I don't think it's really known how it's meant to be pronounced. I think it was seen as it was like one of those, it was such a sacred word that um, I read this very briefly, so this may be not true, right. but um, like going back centuries and centuries, they stopped, uh, the Israelites stopped saying the name. So no one really knows how it's meant to be pronounced. Oh, like, like Voldemort in a couple of centuries' time. People be like, how do you say that? Is that Yahweh? Am I saying that right? Harry Potter's nemesis, Yahweh. Yeah, I assume. Uh, The nation of Yahweh has been described as the most controversial offshoot of the black Hebrew Israelites religious movement. Most controversial? Yes. Okay, well, controversy isn't always bad. So, (laughs) uh, so far, this is... uh, It's just a story. It's just an academic who started a religious thing. That's all right. Uh, Mitchell preached that the prophets in the Bible were black and that white people, particularly Jewish people, were infidels. Mitchell also preached that he was the son of God, as any good cult leader does. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm the son of God. I'm either the son of God or I can speak directly to him. Yeah. So so it's a Hebrew religion, but he's anti-Jewish people. Yes. So I think he's right. saying uh, that black people were the the actual Israelites. Right. And somehow have been pushed out and sort of history's been manipulated. Um, so I guess that's why he's anti-Jewish people. Right. They're the fake Yeah. People. They're the infidels. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. And he's the son of God. Good. Yep. Uh, and he also changed his name, obviously, as you should. Um to oh. Yahweh Ben Yahweh. Yahweh Ben Yahweh. Where did yeah. the Ben come from? Uh, apparently it translates to the Lord's son of the Lord. The Lord's son of Ben the Lord. I'm get yeah, Ben. So Yahweh is the Lord, I think. So I'm guessing Ben is son, son of. of. Kind of like in Italian where it's like duh. Is that what like Ben Kenobi is son of Kenobi? But I mean he's Ben. He's his own son. <laughs> Yeah, it's confusing, but also beautiful. Yeah. Yahweh, Ben Yahweh. It really rolls off the tongue. I like the sound of it. Well, great, because I'm going to say it a lot. On YahwehBenYahweh.com, it says, Yahweh, Ben Yahweh is bringing about changes in the lives of individuals and is giving the world the keys to success in life politically, economically, educationally, socially, and spiritually. What else is there? Financially. Oh, economically. Damn it. Yeah, they're really. Yeah, um, what about uh, food? 
Yeah, dietarily. Right. Thank you. I was like, hungrily? Well, you're going to have to <laughs> look elsewhere for answers. Yeah, for food, huh? So, they, yeah, they... Um, Artistically? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, what about artistically? No, you're going to have to look for a different... What about psychologically? Is hmm. uh, that one of them? Yeah, no. Hey, I don't think you... You could probably squeeze that in across the board. True. Sexually? Yeah, sexually? Is that in there? Doesn't mention I it. I mean, every, any rough every, riders? Every weird Socially, cult. I mean, every weird cult's going to go there, though, isn't it? Probably. I did. Re- I haven't. I haven't gone into that at all. Did, did yeah? They go hand in hand, don't they? Oh. Cults and orgies. <laughs> hand, hand, and other things. <laughs> hand in hand. In. They go hand in butt, don't they? <laughs> hand in butt. <laughs> hand in button hand. Button circle hand. Of, circle of life is complete. Circle of life. I'm so sorry. Don't you bring Elton into this. Is that Elton? Yeah. Is this thing on? Yoo-hoo. After Rosier's football career came to an end, he travelled around the country. It's back to Rosier now. Searching for meaning, I suppose, and in the year of our Lord, 1981, he found the nation of Yahweh in Miami. Followers of the sect had to wear all white, flowing white, and they'd wear turbans as well. Love that, yes. And take the surname Israel. So they all had to take the same surname. That's confusing. Then you wouldn't remember who's your sibling and who isn't. Yeah. Who's, <laughs> whose butt can I put my hand in? I mean, I imagine he already has that trouble with 14 siblings. Yeah, you would run There's out. a different guy. This is Rosia now. We're, that was... Oh, yeah. yeah. Rosie is but the Yahweh ben Yahweh's oh, Yahweh ben Yahweh is still his own cult. <laughs> like, but he's also got a different name there. He just calls everyone yeah. Israel except for himself. Yeah. That's why. Maybe I, he's just bad at remembering names. If you're if you're in charge of a cult, I reckon some of the rules you have are just to fix uh, things yeah. that you're going to have trouble with. Oh, I've got a bad memory. All right, everyone's called the same name. Or yes. just call them all like brother and sister. You yeah. know, like it, he probably just calls them. Oh, hello, Israel son. Yes, everyone. Yeah. Israel son, great silver chair song. <laughs> Is that what you're referring to? Yes. yes. Maybe their best tune. Wow, controversial. <laughs> really? I don't know. I think. <laughs> You okay? You coughing? Sorry. You a little cough? Had a little something in my throat. Oh. It was scorn for your opinions. <laughs> <clears throat> what do you think Silverchair's best song is? I was just being silly. Clearly Straight Lines. Maybe The Door. <laughs> Such a bad song. Straight Lines is a good song. One song of the year in Australia. Yeah. Walking up with a fever. I think that is a rock solid pop song. I mean, and good. I will fight it's you. It's great to play on like a Toyota ad or something. You don't listen to it in your spare time. <laughs> well, I'm not saying listen to it in your spare time. But I am saying put it in your Toyota yeah, ad. Right. That's great. While you're driving down the Great Ocean Road? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, big time. And you're towing something? Driving in a straight line. They rewrite it. That's how much money they spent on it. Yeah. He's called Israel now. Oh, yes. So he's changed his name now to... Naraya Israel. You get to pick a, a first name. And that means something like child of God. Naraya. Naraya. It's quite pretty. And do you get the feeling that he went straight into this or there's a bit of courting process where he sort of dabbled in it a bit? I think it feels like he was, was just, maybe searching for something. I think he was just walking past one day. <laughs> hey, do you want to change your name to Israel? Why not? <laughs> I yes. Mean, want to wear white? Or sure. they did that thing where they're like, if you join today, no joining fee. Yeah. Yes. That's how I joined the gym. That's how they got me too. <laughs> I th- yeah, I... I think I imagine he he was searching for something meaning or whatever, and and that helps. But yeah, there must have been some time. But also, as often cult leaders are described, this guy was described 
as Yahweh Ben Yahweh, he was described as charismatic. So maybe he just went a little wink. Matt, would you? And I'm not. I'm not fishing here. I want no. a genuine answer. I'm not charismatic. Certainly not. Okay, thank God. So I think it was like, oh, thank God. I never want to start a cult. <laughs> it's a, I feel like it's a lot of admin. Yeah. And a lot of like, it'd be worse than being a teacher where like kids are just coming out with all their dumb kid problems. No, now I, you've got dumb adult problems and they're all just whinging at you and you're like, oh my God, sort it out. I, th- I think the, big, the hardest thing is the dumb questions. Like you have to keep a lot of balls in the air where they ask you a question you're like, When's the rapture coming? Oh, next week. But you said last week. No, no. I said week after next week's next week. You've got to do a lot of lying. Yeah, too much effort. Straight I'm too, lying. I'm yeah. too honest. <laughs> you are too honest. Too honest. Oh, sorry, too honest. And apparently not charismatic. Wow. And you wouldn't. You didn't even hesitate with that answer. Dave, do you think I'm charismatic? No. Wow. Okay. Absolutely. The I, will, truth I wouldn't join your cult. All right. Well, that's a relief, to be honest. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's just sort of contradicting sounds there. Yeah, I don't... That's a relief. Humph. I, I don't know how to feel. My best friends think I lack charisma. Hmm. But you make up for that with a bit of chutzpah. Chutzpah. <gasps> you got that in... You got chutzpah, you got drugs. You got, I don't know, like a certain... How do you say? Uh, je... je... Not zhuzh. What is that word? Je ne sais quoi. Ah. Correct. Mm. That's what I was reaching bon. for. Yes. Mm. Très bon. Très bon. Oh, oui. Très bon homme. <laughs> As the group grew, so did their empire. That old cults. Oh, yeah. That yeah, is a great sentence. Yes. So did their empire. I mean, what are they getting? Like castles? Well, this is from the New York Times. They had a huge temple, basically like a religious castle, a four-story apartment building. Where do they fund this? In New in. Oh, so not New York, Miami, yeah. Um, Restaurants, stores, houses, and a hotel in Miami, and a hotel and restaurant in Atlanta, as well as hundreds of white cars, vans, buses, and 18-wheeler trucks. Hundreds? How do they fund all this? I think they they get people to go uh, sell cheap their own property. Oh, we own all that stuff now. I, I assume that's what's happening. Wow. And they also just... People come in and just give them everything. Do you have any idea how many members they've got? Have they got hundreds of cars? Um, well, at, around the, this time they had about 300 in that area, but it's spreading across the country as well. Wow. Uh, in 2001, the Miami Herald reported that the empire's value at its peak was pot- potentially somewhere around $100 million. Whoa. Wow. That's huge. But then they, they talk it up slightly even more on their own website, uh, yahwehbenyahweh.com, and I'm, I didn't think about this, but I'm definitely on a list now that I've multiple times gone back to this website. It's yeah. real. It looks like it was designed at the time in 1979. It is old school internet. Anyway. I mean, they designed it before the internet. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, in a way. I guess if you look at it from that perspective, that is pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder they're rich. They're like, they created the they're internet. They're pre-internet. Wow. So this is directly from the website. In 1979, Yahweh Ben Yahweh came to Miami and became the spiritual leader and founder of the nation of Yahweh. Although he took a vow of poverty, in seven years, he guided the nation to amass a $250 million empire. Under his direction, the nation of Yahweh has grown to encompass disciples, followers, and supporters in over 1,300 cities within the U.S. and 16 foreign countries. Isn't that, I found that interesting that they mentioned both his vow of poverty and all the <laughs> and he, wealth he's yeah. amassed. Yeah. He also has six Ferraris. <laughs> But he doesn't even like he doesn't even drive them. He's so humble. <laughs> he doesn't even have a license. 
Wow. But I guess, and I, I was like, what a weird thing to be bragging about. But then when you start uncovering some of the accusations and stuff that's going on there, you're like, oh, yeah, I'd definitely try to distract people with the shiny things we have as well. Five years after Rosie had joined the religion, authorities estimated that there were 300 active cult members in the Miami area. Around that time, in November 1986, Rosia was arrested on multiple murder charges associated with the deaths of Rudolf Broussard and Anthony Brown. On the arrest report, Rosia apparently listed his age as 404 years. That okay. is so annoying. But then he wrote, young. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rosia, it says here you're 400 years young. Yes. Young. If you're one of those old people who does that, I love it. Fuck you. No, oh, really, I love it. I'm Once so... you get old and you you have seventy five any... years young, no, really, I lo- anyone. If you're old, like, and still having a bit of fun, oh, I'm all about it. Is that fun for you? Is that the type of fun we can expect from you? Well, I'm, I'd like to say that expectations drop. The older you get, the, the the lower the bar is. It's like when a big corporation does a tweet. Like, it doesn't have to be as wacky for it to seem fun, you know? Yeah, okay, sure. The the, the Victorian police force has, has put out a fake warrant or something, you know? Oh, for, that's a bit cute. For, for a, like a sport mascot. <laughs> that's a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah, for robbing the pies last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those sort of things. It's like they... Uh, uh, yeah, okay. So you're saying... Well, like the fa- famous one that I've heard a f- few people talk about is the easiest crowd in the world is a tennis audience. Oh, yeah, that's It'd true. It'd be like um, Djokovic will come out with and he'll swap the racket with the ball boy and go, maybe you have a hit and try and be better. And the crowd will just be falling out of their chairs yeah. laughing. They're like, this is the best day ever. <laughs> tennis crowds. They are the best. So you're saying that because I'm... 28 years young. Yeah, the standards are high. My bar is too high. Yeah, you got a high bar. Okay, right. But that's going to lower as I get older. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, a, there's a graph that we could show you. And here it is. <laughs> <laughs> so he's 404 years young. Mm. It's also wedding speeches. That's another nice low oh, bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're like, get me in there. Get I'm me excited in there. for that because I am a maid of honour at a wedding coming up and uh, they asked me to obviously make a speech and also just do like a little bit of emceeing for the other speeches. And I'm like, this is great. This is my crowd. Yeah. I literally do stand-up all the time, but these people don't Literally, know you do it all the time. All the time. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> never on. Never on. Uh, please help me switch off. Old people can it's be... It's been three years. Old people can be funny, though, without even meaning to. Old... For example, yesterday I saw my 92-year-old grandma. 92 years young. Young. And she was recalling a time where when she was 17, she went to a, a party, like a university party, and someone had spiked the punch, which oh. she didn't know, and that she got a little bit merry. And, that so, uh, and that's why your mum was born. No, she said, <laughs> and then um, someone found out and uh, another a boy drove me home and she kept referring to him as that little nerd. <laughs> and it was so funny. That, that is funny. 92-year-old. That she didn't even nerd. mean to be funny. That little nerd drove me home. <laughs> oh, this is, oh, so funny. So funny that she could refer to someone as that little nerd. And it wasn't you for no, once. No. My ears pre- <laughs> no, my ears pricked up. I'm like, sorry? I zoned out there. I wasn't around back yeah. then, Nana. Who are, you, who are you talking about? Oh, not me. Great. Carry on. Excellent. Let's all laugh at the nerd in that case. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That, that little was, nerd. It was such anger too. <laughs> 
And it sounds like all he did was a favour for her. Yeah, drove, drove her home. home. She might have uh, been, I think she said, overly refreshed. <laughs> Shit-faced. <laughs> overly refreshed. That's the difference. Like, we would tell our grandkids stories like, and I was hammered. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. We'd be responsible. Thank you. <laughs> so he was four. He put his name. Four hundred and four. Annoying. Just say four hundred. I guess he, he probably. Yeah, I wonder. I, wonder I mean, I'm not going to say I'm twenty because that's wrong. Because he ha- he's so added a, a weird amount of years to his age. So that's in eighty six. So he's saying he was born in fifteen eighty two instead of nineteen fifty five. Like you just surely you just add four hundred years to your age or something. I'm sorry, Matt, but I'm going to have to pull you up on the maths there. Damn it! <laughs> Please do. It's fifteen forty four. Is that right? Fifteen forty two. I mean. Sure, I'm. I took what I did was took 404 off 986, which was I'm. I can't even understand what I'm talking about now. It's hurting my brain. I want to move on. I want you to move on too because it's also hurting my brain. But I agree with whatever Dave said. Me then. too. Broussard and Brown. I was good at maths in school. I was, but not. that was centuries ago. <laughs> maths Back has in changed. 1542, I believe. Maths has changed since then. It's different now. Yeah, I went to school with uh, Ethereum. Pythagoras. Pythagoras. Ethereum. It's not even Ethereum. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, Broussard and Brown had uh, strongly, so the two uh, victims, yep. Broussard and Brown had strongly resisted efforts of the nation of Yahweh to take over their apartment complex. So oh. that's why they ended up being taken out. Jeez. According to Michael Newton, writing in An Encyclopedia of Modern Serial Killers, detectives reported that Rosier's fingerprints had also been found at the scene of two random murders where transients were killed. Their ears sliced off. Ew. Rosier was Ugh. sentenced to 22 years but was offered a deal. If he would testify against Yahweh Ben Yahweh, they would reduce his sentence and he took this deal <gasps> and his testimony was explosive. Oh, wow. So there was, a, in within the cult, there was a small group of guys known as the Death Angels. The Death Angels. And Rosier. Great metal band. <laughs> Death. <laughs> Jack, let's do it at the same time. Death. Yeah, sick. Uh, I just did the maths on that thing too. I was wrong. Damn it. What so we were it? both wrong. I was taking 444. I can't remember what you said now, but I was uh, <laughs> I was taking up 444, not 404. Uh, so I'm so embarrassed. So you're both dickheads. Just Matt, be Matt, more like me and don't even try. Let's back to the tape. Matt may have been right. My brain is throbbing right now <laughs> in a bad way. <laughs> Rough riding on the brain. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, uh, but I, I just thought I, I had to say that just to stop the, the army of tweets yes. that were going to be like, Dave, you were so Again, smug. they've already tweeted. <laughs> I know. Well, delete that fucking tweet. Yeah, retract that. Thank you. Uh, Death Angels. I retracted mine. You retract yours. <laughs> Go on, Tim. I'm looking at you. As a Death Angel for Yahweh Ben Yahweh, Rosia told the jury that they did everything from driving a bus to killing someone if necessary. Similar tasks, yes. <laughs> well, I think he's, he's listing the spectrum there. No, I do love our um, occupation, death angel, slash bus driver. <laughs> slash assassin. <laughs> no. That's a bit, it is a big spectrum. No, though. I understand so you, the No, spectrum. but where, where do you go? What's the next one along from bus driving? I don't know, like picking up treats. Picking up treats. Somebody's going to do the groceries. So picking up treats is slightly closer to killing than driving a bus. <laughs> Wow, good it, point. <laughs> picking Ooh. up poison treats. Boy, there we go. Much closer to death. <laughs> um, 
Uh, so from driving a bus to killing someone if necessary, beating, hanging, burning, stoning, decapitation. Fuck. That also is escalating there. Yeah. But still, bus driver is level one. Yeah. Beating's not very nice. But you Who, could live through that. Did you know that the bus drivers are on a slippery slope? They're right up the top. But every time you see a bus driver from now on, just know they're on a spectrum. Yeah. And that spectrum ends in decapitation. <laughs> <laughs> you know that little wave they do to each other? That's sinister. Yeah, that's what a about, threat. What about, <laughs> that's a th- what about other modes of transport? Say, I don't know, a tram. Oh, what? Talking about, what are you talking about, Mesa? Yeah, who Did, we led into this studio very often. Do you I think he's involved? He started somehow? as a bus driver. Oh, dear. The scale has really... So trams won after buying poison candy. Yeah, that's right. Buy he... poison candy, you drive a tram, and then the next is beatings, then... It goes straight from trams to beatings? Yeah, that's his next uh, promotion. He drives the tram route that is now my local tram route at my house. It's oh also my, my local tram route. It goes past my house. Oh, my God, he's doing this on purpose. Yeah, he's he, every day he's doing a drive-by. He's like, looking at me sinisterly. Yeah. So, like, oh, they're home? Yes. Mm. Interesting. He's what, tracking our movements. Once he saw me taking out the bins. He did not. Hang on. Now he knows what night bin night is. <gasps> what or night is it? Is it? Bomb night. <gasps> it's going to put a bomb in my bin. What night's bin night for you? Well, it goes out on a Monday night. Picked up on a Tuesday up morning. On a Tuesday, but I'm not putting it out on then Tuesday. Then what happens on a Wednesday? <laughs> I then took a, yeah, take, take the bin for a drink on Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday, chill on Sunday. The bin cycle starts chili again. Chili bin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chili bin, just for our Kiwi listeners. You're welcome. Bit of fun there. <laughs> Means Esky. <laughs> They're both weird words. Wait, Esky doesn't make, I don't think Esky travels outside. What do they call it in America? A cooler. Cooler. Oh, that is cooler. Probably makes the most sense out of them all. And uh, obviously yeah, the true. British don't require them. No. Let's put it out. I'll put it on your window ledge. <laughs> Be uh, icy cold. <laughs> you fucking yeah. cold idiots. <laughs> yeah. I'll put it in the fridge to warm it up. <laughs> nah, but thanks for buying tickets to our upcoming Can't wait shows. to come on over. We're gonna, <laughs> it's going to be so fun. I, I love the cold over there. We're coming over drinking a very cold month. Yeah. Yay. I, I love it. Rosier's testimony led to. For some reason, I started calling him YBY from here on, but that's not even... Oh, I love even, that, though. All right. Rosier's testimony led to YBY and 15 of his white-robed turban followers being charged with at least 14 murders, including the attempted beheading of one former disciple. <gasps> what, they oh. didn't quite get it off? How close? This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, not in a way that's like, oh, my God, it's expanding like yeah, yeah. More physically. Like it's growing more customers, yes. more interest, not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products or you offer services like massage or oh. nails. Oh, my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get mani-pedis? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize, you can share, and schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling is the best. Oh. Yeah. 
it looks like Jess has just uploaded something. What it? But it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. Capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organise your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. What do they get? Pretty close. I don't go into the full graphic details like Jess and Dave. Sorry for those bloodthirsty listeners. But did that person die? Yes. Uh, Still, I'm. I assume so. I hope so. I mean, I read a lot of these um, articles with my eyes closed. It hung on. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yuck! Yuck! So, so yeah. um, Charged with the fourteen murders, uh, the attempted beheading, one former disciple, also the firebombing of a black neighborhood in Delray Beach according to the LA Times, who reported on it at the time of the trial. Before the trial kicked off, YBY called a Washington television talk show and described Rosio as a serial killer who led a small group of rogue murderers who acted on their own. He said it was nothing to do with him. Mm, wow. Sounds about right. Uh, before YBY was arrested in November 1990... A very good year. He was seen as a community role the model... The best year that has ever happened... And will ever happen. Really? Yep, it's all downhill from here because 1990 was the peak. Dave, am I right? The best. Isn't that unfortunate for you two because you missed most of it? Yeah, it's true. And also, you know, I mean, you were shitting your pants for the rest of it. Yeah. And that was the peak. Only got like four months of it, um, but they were good. At that time, I was a a, a dancer in Vegas. They were the glory years of Vegas. What kind of dancing? Tap. Yep, I can see that. Hand tap. Hand tap. Yeah. Are you upside down or upside you... down? That is awesome. Yeah. It's like so you're doing a handstand the whole time. Yeah. But with you got shoes feet. on your feet. Yeah. On your hands, sorry. And my feet. Yeah, obviously. Is there I mean, a... you're gonna go there barefoot like separate, an animal. Mm. Separate tapper on each finger. A tap, a tap, a tapper. Dave, of course. <laughs> oh, good. Sorry. I haven't seen a tap show for a while. Yeah, okay. Yeah. A couple of months now. You're, we're not. I mean, this podcast called Do Go On, not Hand Tap Basics 101. Yeah. This, basics 101. That's the introduction <laughs> to basics. This podcast isn't called Stupid Questions 101. Yeah. Well, that was the original title. <laughs> uh, that would probably be appropriate. Not as catchy. <laughs> so before he was arrested, he was seen as a community role model, which is YBY. Before... Um, he was uh, yeah, even credited with uh, being uh, instrumental in driving drug dealers from some inner city neighbourhoods. He was also a member like of... Like giving them a lift in these buses. <laughs> yeah. Let me drive you to the next neighbourhood. And then you can sell some drugs <laughs> yeah. there. They've got heaps of cash. <laughs> Cut me in. <laughs> he was a member of the Chamber of Commerce. And wow. a, okay, that's pretty good. And around a month before his arrest, the mayor of Miami even named a day in his honour. A month? Around a month before his that arrested. That is bad PR timing. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, let's just get a photo of this guy. Yeah, Front page. Let's do it. Yeah, the <laughs> classic sort of. Handing I, you the key. I, I love the handshake pose. It's my favorite. Mm. I love doing it when there's no cameras around. <laughs> when you look at. Anyway, a little bit I do. <laughs> Keep your eyes out for it. Gosh, you're fun. <laughs> bit of a day-to-day bit. <laughs> but a month beforehand. <laughs> just a casual bit. I think it's fun to have day-to-day bits. I mean. But seriously, though, their PR team, they've just had a member of this man's church arrested 
for murder. And then they've said, the leader said, no, nah, no, nah, he's just an assassin that's got their own team that's gone rogue. I'm still good. And they've gone, look, let's still name a day after him. I think, well, like, the, aren't the, you a bit sus? Just the, in case, wait, wait to see how this plays out. Yeah, it was very tight on it. Yeah, But I, I don't know if that. I mean, yeah. we've already printed the new calendars. What it's are we November. supposed to do? It's November. I mean, we've got to. We've got to hand out these calendars. <laughs> uh, the prosecution's case uh, stated he did not deserve to be revered, obviously. It would be weird for the prosecution to be like. He seems great. He does seem great. I'm so sorry to have to bring you down, sir, but yeah. he also did some bad things. Yes. And we all make mistakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, happy YBY day. <laughs> uh, the LA Times reported uh, that he was accused of teaching that black people were the true Jews living in the land of the white devils. Sorry, but true Jews is fun to say. True Jews, mm. yeah. Uh, he uh, also They also reported that he allegedly demanded retributions uh, for insults or h- historical injustice in the form of murder, often insisting that he's... Death angels bring back fingers, ears, or the heads of victims as proof of their deeds, which okay. explains the missing okay. ear for that. Probably should have asked this earlier, but is this guy still alive? And are we, as one, white devils, and two, white devils making fun of this guy at risk by putting this podcast out? Um, oh, dear. No, he's, he's dead. Right, good. Otherwise, Miami would be struck from the US tour forever. <laughs> Sorry, Miami. Sorry, guys. It's not you. It's him. <laughs> yeah. We're scared of him. <laughs> uh, yeah, isn't it? That is. F- also, is he recognizing their specific ear? You bring yeah, back any ear, and he's like, "Oh, that's Mary Jane." Yep, she said some shit about me, but I've and, got her ear. And does like does he take the ear off you? So like, let's say you cut off one ear, and then after that, you don't murder people, and you're just like, "Here's the ear Here's of the next ear. person I murdered." <laughs> it's now three months old. Yeah. You get it taxidermied. <laughs> Stuffed ear sounds like a delicacy. Did also, do, does it really prove you've killed someone? No. Just proves no. they've got an owie. You've got to pr- bring them their heart or something. But and you, again, you could get a sheep's heart yeah. from a butcher. Yeah. I know. One of his degrees was human anatomy. anatomy. <laughs> Damn it. He's good. I assume. <laughs> uh, he, but he studied a lot. Good. Uh, so, yeah, you, you, you would have noticed me mention before that um, one of Rosie's victims was missing an ear, and that is why. All oh, right. So he killed him. Took the year. Yep. I read somewhere that he one of the um, random white killings, he, f- he found someone who was maybe he was even the first one. Something Some people said that to to join the cult, you had to kill a white devil. And that was one of the, sort of like the hate, the, not hazing, but the initiation sort of wow, thing and bring the... back body part. And Rosier, somewhere I read that he found a guy who was a bit, he was drunk and dozing in his car. So he killed him and he cut off his, his ear. And then... Um, Dropped the ear and couldn't find it, so I had to go back. Get the other ear. Get the other ear. Oh. That full on. That's gross. You get back and. And what? so frustrating. Mm. You're like, oh, i got to double back. It's like when you leave your keys at work or something, you know? Ugh. You go to the shops and you get everything, but the thing you probably went there to get. I literally I went to a cafe this morning for breakfast with my wallet, forgetting that I'd taken my ID and my credit card out of my wallet last oh, night. Oh, that says big nine last night. Ooh, maybe I don't know. No, just put it in a smaller purse. Um, and so then for I was a like, big night or nah. small. You know what they say: a small purse, big night. That's what they say. The smaller purse, the bigger the night. Yeah. And it was a sparkly purse. Oh, the sparkly the purse, the bigger the purse. 
So it'll kind of be in that sparkle. Exactly. It's like mirrors. Sparkles are like mirrors. You put mirrors in a room, it looks bigger. Yeah, exactly. Sparkles on a purse looks bigger. It's actually quite a small purse, Mm. but it looks big. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I get it. (laughs) Same thing happened to me. What are we talking about? (laughs) Leaving something behind. Oh, right. Cutting off an ear. I mean, so it never said where he dropped it or what he did with the ear. No. Yeah, no. That's gross. Gross, gross, gross. I mean, he he left and then remembered, hang on, I left the ear. On the man's head, I've got to go back. I didn't cut it off. You'd feel like a bloody goose, yeah, wouldn't bloody, you? Sorry like, about this. Oh, gosh, what am I like? <laughs> Scatterbrain. <laughs> <laughs> what am I like? <laughs> He's just chatting to the corpse. Oh, boy. Are we to assume that if there's 300 members, there's been 300 murders well, to I'm, get in? I mean, none of this has been, like, these, there's so many, because it's, you know, a secretive cult. How much do you believe of what anyone really says? Sure. What are their motives? Rosie is saying all this to get get his own sentence reduced. Yeah. And you know, who do you believe? Well, it it is tricky. Uh, you know, it, I imagine the truth lies somewhere in between. But it it does seem like all of the people involved are bad in some way, like quite bad. Right. Mm. Um, somewhere between bus driver and decapitator bad. Yeah, somewhere in there, like a tram driver bad. Oh dear. Oh, I don't know. If, I don't know monsters. if anyone's a monster. Okay, sorry. Uh, the LA Times described the proceedings as surreal. So this case, I love how they described it. And they said that it was a bit surreal due to the matter-of-fact tone of Rosie's bloody recollections. Mm. So as he's talking about these things, he's just sort of just just telling us telling a story. That'd be so chilling to listen to, you know, just talking about it. You're just sitting there like, Ugh. So I had to go back, cut off his other ear. God, anyway. didn't I feel silly? <laughs> so go back there and then one of the other disciples is already there chopping it off. I said, hey, mate, this is my bloody corpse. Can you believe that guy? Can you believe that? <laughs> uh, along with a colourful cast of characters in the courtroom. Oh, that's fun. I, don't, I haven't said colorful that Colourful cast of characters in the courtroom. And the judge presiding over the trial, US oh. District Judge Norman C. Rotger Jr., who had an oversized handlebar moustache and a baritone voice and has been known to carry a handgun in an ankle holster. So it just sounded like ev- it was like everyone was a cartoon character almost. Uh, let's just go over that description again. So oversized handlebar moustache. Yep. With a baritone voice. Oh. So far it's Matt's dad. It's a, yeah, it's really. It, it... And has been known to carry a handgun in an ankle holster. Confirmed. Matt's dad. Matt's dad. Papa, is that you? <laughs> Papa? Where you been, Papa? <laughs> Uh, as well as this, some of the defendant's lawyers, because uh, each each defendant had a lawyer and there were 16 of them, so there's a lot of lawyers. And it's all in one courtroom? Yes. That's that is. too many So they're lawyers. All, all the uh, defendants were sitting together. Um, Do but they know own... what's causing it? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, and they, so they described some of these lawyers sound like characters as well, uh, including representing YBY, former federal judge Alcee Hastings, a courtly man, who was impeached by Congress in 1989 and removed from the bench after being implicated in a bribery scandal. What does courtly mean? Bloody belongs in a court, which Got makes it. sense. Got it. He's in the right place. Courtly, Dave. Court-like. Right, great. <laughs> like tennis court? No further questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Dave's a bit oh, courtly he's himself. He's a bit courtly, isn't he? Ooh, courtly boy. I'll allow it. <laughs> Objection. <laughs> Granted. O- overruled. Sustained. I'm gonna I've watched Legally Blonde. Uh, the attorney for another defendant was mugged and pistol whipped at a Miami gas station just before, and for a while sat at the defense table holding his heavily bandaged right hand in the air. Oh, I was hoping heavily bandaged, but <laughs> why is he holding it in the air? 
Uh, do you have a question? No. <laughs> Just getting the blood to circulate. Thank you. Holding it in the air. What's going on? This is the craziest courtroom ever. Uh, when Rosia took the stand, Assistant U.S. Attorney Trudy Novitsky, uh first question was, how many people have you killed or helped to kill? Straight off the bat. Love it. To the point. Love your work, Trudes. And as I was saying before, just very matter-of-factly, Rosia answered seven, going on to say that six of those killings were following the orders of Yahweh, Ben Yahweh, and the seventh was a beggar who annoyed him by persisting to ask for money and cigarettes. Oh. I ended up killing him and throwing him in the water, Rosia said. So, Jesus. So six, he said, were for because he was told to and he was brainwashed. The other one. Just annoying. Oh, man. Quit bugging just, me for change and cigarettes. Made me feel sick. I mean, then they're all terrible, but just the fact that it's like, ugh, you are annoying, that's fucked. Yeah, so this guy, I mean, this is what I mean. Like, how much do you believe the words this guy's saying? Yeah. He's obviously, think, you know. It's not quite right. Uh, the other murderers... The other murders were either white people chosen at random or black people who had insulted YBY in some way. For his testimony, Rosia was freed early. Obviously, that that was the exchange. No charges. No, he he, he spent quite a, I think about ten years in prison. But wow. it was it's, like it's, it was twenty two years, yes. it, wasn't it? So, so they reduced his sentence. He was only going to get twenty two years for seven killings. Yeah, isn't that? How is that not life? I plus life plus life. I yeah, I don't understand. Which probably means. I've missed something here. But anyway, um, so he was free early and given a new identity in the Witness Protection Program. Uh, he said he was a changed man after his time in prison, studying for a master's degree and learning multiple new languages. So he spent 10 years in prison, then went out there with a different name and got to just live a normal life. Yeah. But now he speaks Spanish. <laughs> and I think, yeah. I think Which is normal for f- some people, five Dave. Five different languages. <laughs> True. Think <laughs> about a normal life. Yeah, except that he speaks Spanish. <laughs> no, but like it's like he just re- reinvents himself. Yeah, he's just like a new person now. No, I'm no Miguel, so whatever. No big deal. And and you asked about uh, YBY before. Um, in 1992, Yahweh Ben Yahweh was convicted of conspiracy to commit murder and sentenced to 18 years in prison. That's still not enough time. He was released on parole only nine years later and in 2007 was released from parole after his lawyer, Ms. Weintraub, asked the court to let him die with dignity. It was like, anyway, which what? which obviously allowed, and he, he but he did die soon after. He was he had he cancer was sick, and yeah. he, was, he was soon to die, and he died at the age of 71. On the uh, Yahweh Nation website, obviously, so that's like that's for them, that's their equivalent of uh, Christianity's Jesus dying. Dying, right. So oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. On, the, on their... Which is an interesting thing as well because on their website they say that um, they they're into the teachings of the Bible and of YBY um, being the son of God. But I'm like, but the Bible half of the Bible is all about Jesus being the son of God. So I don't. Maybe they're just Old Testament. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, just like like second marriage, different mum. Right. Um, Two kids. Yeah. So this is half how they brothers. described his death on their website. On Monday, May 7th, 2007, at 7.55pm, our founder and saviour, uh, YBY, completed his first journey on earth and ascended to stand with his father, Yahweh, in the heavens. So, um, yeah, I, and I didn't really think about that until then. It's like, oh, yeah, so even through all the trial and stuff, but to them they'd, they'd say, this is, you know, this is all, this is all a test or yeah. whatever. You know, there's always a way to... Yeah, it's been everything. 
Wow. Right, and so there are still people that obviously practice. Yeah, it's still still going on. I mean, this was obviously a big hit for them, but it is it's it's still going. There's still followers. Yeah. Then there's sort of a bit of an an addendum at the end. Uh, on February fifth, nineteen ninety nine, police in Cameron Park, California, arrested a man named Robert Ramses for bouncing a, a sixty six dollar check to an auto parts store, according to the thirteenth TV. As Ramsey sat in a cell, Cameron Park Police tracked a total of 29 bounce checks for video rentals, groceries, and bar tabs totaling more than $2,000, enough to bring the misdemeanor charge up to a felony. Ramsey's then confessed to more than the checks. He revealed that his name was Robert Rosier. Rosier was sure that once the Cameron Police checked, they would realize they couldn't charge him with the checks. So this is... This All right, because he's a witness protection guy. Yeah, that's right. Um, as Robert Ramsey's, uh, he lived a pretty normal life, as Dave said, only he spoke Spanish. Wow. Uh, owning a Sacramento auto detailing business as well as working construction jobs. He was also a regular at a, at a local pub. Uh, Rosier's logic in blowing his cover to the cops was this. I took them into confidence and let them know who I was. I was a guy who had cooperated with police, uh, several police agencies and the United States government. I figured they'd think... Let's not blow his cover with a, a, a little check charge, right? So that was his logic. Instead, though, according to the Sacramento Bee, the newspaper over there, El Dorado authorities upgraded his misdemeanor case to a felony check fraud and tracked uh, the total 29 checks, which got over the 2,000 limit, mm. which meant it could be a felony. And they were for those little things, video rentals, groceries, yeah. tires, Not bar even anything tab. cool. Rosier claims there was a bank error but authorities say he knowingly wrote checks on a closed account. Uh, under California's three strikes law, which allows a life sentence, even if the third offense isn't a serious or violent felony, Rosier was charged by Judge Eddie T. Keller and sentenced him to serve 25 to life, <gasps> which he's currently doing. Right, as Rosier? Like he as Rosier. So for admitting to killing seven people, he was sentenced to 22 years, reduced to 10, but for check kiting, which they call it, 25 what? to life. And he's still behind bars. And that is the end of And that was in 99. That is insane. Wow. He should have been in for life to start with. But now it's like you've written $2,000 worth of bad checks for tiny little things. No, that's it. Life in prison. Clearly the cops checked and went, well, this guy's a multi-murderer and he's just living a normal life, ripping off grocery stores. Fuck him. Yeah, I guess that was that's kind of the idea. Whoa! Isn't it? Yeah, it's it is interesting, and they say that this is a this sort of helps. One of the police officers who was involved or prosecutor said this scenario helps explain why it makes sense that the third, um, mm. the, the third strike shouldn't have to be violent because they can use it in this way. Right. I'm not sure. I usually agree with that. But... Yeah, I know. It's all all this stuff is very tricky. But in this case, it feels like justice did finally get served. Yeah, but just in such a weird way. Yeah. And him, him had, he offered up that information. Yeah. I believe that they wouldn't have been able to find it out if he didn't offer it to them. Right. So he might have just gone to jail as, you know, for a, a month or something. Yeah. As Robert Ramsey's. Yes. So, But he thought, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I'll yeah, get he out thought, of this. I'll get out of this. They'll let me go. They'll yeah. let me go because I've murdered seven people yeah, before. That- do you know who I am? He was more, yeah, more focusing on the help he gave rather than the seven murders he owned up to. Whoa. 
Including one because he was annoyed. Annoyed. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's a. It's a full-on story. It's a when um, multi-layered. So the the way I put up uh, these topics to be voted on by the patrons was um, I did the second chance draw that we do occasionally. So I put up five topics that had come second in previous polls for me. Cool. And uh, a couple of nights ago, I'm like, all right, time to write the report. I checked in and it was 176 a piece for two different topics. No. 176 a piece. So I, I was just sitting there refreshing. I had a night put aside to write the report. And I'm going, come on, someone vote. And Please. It, and it was like 45 minutes later, someone voted. I'm like, all right. Got to cut it off there. Cut Scott. it off there. <laughs> yep. So this Whoa. one, 177. Yeah. Tight race. But yeah, there was a, there was, uh, I reckon that second one I'll have to put up for a third chance draw at some mm. point because it has been stiff oh, a couple of times. Obviously that, very popular. This is really cool. I'd never heard of any of this. No, that's fascinating. Yeah, and it was just only the one once. I think that that tells you how little known it is. Is that only one person in all the thousands of suggestions we've had? Only the yeah. one time has it been suggested. Uh, it was beaten by the last time it was up. It was up against Space Jam Michael Jordan. Oh, of course, it was a sport <laughs> one. Yeah. Which was funny because in the in the thing I said Robert Rosier, um, footballer and murderer. I'm like, this will probably we beat. Michael Jordan and all these other ones, and it did. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting, but it did come a close second. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I know. I, I find these ones very, very uncomfortable. You did great, even though you had your eyes closed for most of that report. That's right, and he didn't describe how someone nearly had their head cut off. Yeah, an attempted decapitation is a very confusing sentence. I mean, I mean, you could really try and not even break the skin and be like, all right, Go on, get out of here. Yeah, I could just like touch your neck and be like, oh, tried. <laughs> I tried to karate chop your neck, your head off and it didn't work. Go so on, you little scam. Second yeah. chance. You little scam. Get out of here, you little cutie patootie. How many karate chops would it take? How many would it take? That's you standing there, like fed up. How many karate chops would it take? I've, had, I've done seven. I'm not, even, I'm not even halfway. He's just walking away. <laughs> Come back here. He's rubbing his neck. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Anyone got any ice? Get back here. Come back here. hi And hi I think your hand would wear out before your neck. Definitely. Unless you've got sharp hands. Oh. Old blade hands over here. That sounded like Whitney Houston. Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> we'll, we'll always chop you. <laughs> Feels like, is that the silliest thing we've ever done? <laughs> I don't even think it is. Not even top 10. <laughs> Not, <laughs> to be honest. Not even close. Well, that's silly. Oh, great report, Matt. And th- thank you to who suggested that? Because that that was... was suggested by Dave. You, I'll let you. Oh, yes, of course. Sorry. Sia Bjorg. Seba. Or Seba. Seba. Sia Bjorg. So it's a sign cool G. She came across it in Iceland, but no one in America had suggested it to us. Yeah. That's right. cool. And we hadn't heard of it at all. That's really cool. So the first G in Sia Bjorg is silent. Sia Bjorg. I think it's Siga. Oh, Siga. Siga Bjorg. The master system. <laughs> now it is time. <laughs> um, I should also say, because I think there has still been some confusion about this. Um, people occasionally say, will say, I, I don't, 
I'm not on Patreon, so I don't. I know I'm not meant to suggest topics, but that's not necessary. Anyone can suggest a topic. Yeah, anyone. Of and often we just pick at random because it sounds cool. Because you go to dogoonpod.com, you click submit a topic or suggest a topic. It takes you to a thing and you fill out like a little form and you get to tell us a little pitch, really. Yeah. We definitely read those. Oh, that's so helpful. Yeah, you go, oh, this sounds really cool. <laughs> well, Sigurdjörg, uh, her pitch was, I mean, read the name. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She's Other confident. Other times people have uh, Jess Perkins' level of chutzpah. Sure. And then, but um, not the charisma. Not, well, they, they have charisma, unlike yes. you yourself. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that, there'll be a link to that in the, in the dis- uh, show description notes below. Um, what the Patreons get to do is we put up topic ideas and then they, they yeah, vote. They so they have a more direct choice. They narrow it down. Choose from a list. But anyone can suggest at any time, absolutely. Uh, and now it is time uh, for another, a different Patreon uh, reward, which is fact, quote, or question. Q- fact, quote, or question. Ding. Oh. I, I was about to say Q theme, but I only had to say Q. <laughs> I added a ding. Do you like it? Yeah, it was beautiful. Every yes. week a certain extra sound will be added. Oh, that's pressure. Uh so this week it is from Trey Maverick. Trey, it's his second second uh, time. Second go in the fact quote quote or question. What do you got for us, Trey? Uh, you also, as well as getting getting to give us a fact quote or question, you also get to give yourself a title. And Trey has given himself the title Executive Vice Provost. Is it Provost? Provost. I'm assuming that's a sign S T. Provost. <laughs> Executive Vice Provost. Of overseas fingerless glove development. Oh yes, we, I definitely need those. I need someone on the ground in every country developing yeah. the, the gloveless fingers. But do go on. Wow. Can you look at what provost means? Yeah, I'm, I'm googling because I don't know that term. Provost, a senior academic administrator, otherwise at many institutions of higher education in the U.S. and Canada. Are uh, the equivalent in the UK is a pro vice chancellor or in oh. Australia it's the deputy vice chancellor. Oh, oh a deputy vice chancellor. Oh, now when you put it like that. So we don't get that here. Provost we have... is a cooler word. Yeah, much cooler. Than Ooh. deputy vice chancellor. Yes. Yeah, deputy which uh, is provost. three words. Deputy dog. Deputy provost. Very good. I like it. Uh and this is what he's going with. He's going with a quote and this is it. When I was a boy of 14, my father was so ignorant I could hardly stand to have the old man around. But when I got to be 21, I was astonished at how much he had learned in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and So that's the quote. And then uh, Trey, like Trey added in, lol, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and did he attribute who said he that? He said the quote was originally attributed to Mark Twain. But it's I was recent- going to say it sounds like Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's recently been proven that Twain is an unlikely source of the quote, in part because Twain's own father died when he was 11. I guess that was kind of a quote and a fact. Oh, very good. Thank you so, so much, said Trey. That, I, well he, played. he just did say witty things like that, so we could have just said that. Not True. Based in reality. And, but I also reckon people probably sometimes will go, i got a funny little thing. I'll, I'll attribute it to Mark Twain and we'll get it out there. Yeah. Do you reckon? I reckon. Do you cool. reckon? I don't know. Do you reckon? I reckon. Oh, Dave, what do you reckon? I reckon that Matt reckons. Anyway, oh. that's all we've got time for in... What do you reckon? A uh, new segment we're doing here. Do go on. And the other Patreon segment, Dave, at the end of the show is? Well, we'd like to uh, give a shout out and thank by name some people directly that uh, contribute to the Patreon every week. And if you're not familiar, you can go to patreon.com slash do go on pod and check out the rewards. The biggest reward, of course, is helping the show. 
That's for us anyway. <laughs> but um, you also get uh, individual stuff like you get to vote on topics, as Matt said. Uh, you get to have the fat quote or question. You get pre-sales and stuff. A couple of bonus episodes. That's right. Two episodes every single month that just the patrons here. And also, like we're about to do now, some sh- shout outs and thanks by name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Normally along with this, Jess gives us a fun little game. Something something to do with the names. Well, what, yeah. What I was thinking was either giving, like naming their cult. Oh, yeah. You know? Something like some version of the nation Yahweh. Yeah. And how about we and what they're about and let's make them Yes. Uh, friendly cults. Friendly cults. Mine's all decapitation based cults. But you decapitate uh, but like friendly. ice creams yeah. or Yeah. And once you've eaten Teddy that bear ice cream. Biscuits. Yeah, once you've eaten the, uh, the ice cream, you've got a lot of energy and then you can start karate chopping people on the neck till they die. Why are you doing it on your knee then? To make a great sound. Hear that? I don't think that'll really pick up. Well, it sounded vicious. Matt, do you when you eat a teddy bear biscuit, do you eat it head first? Yes. Put it out of its misery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then you eat the rest. Certainly. You eat its foot first. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you a man? Well, I don't eat it first. I put it I dip it into a boiling liquid. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Dave. Good heavens. Feet first though. Yeah, no, we still got that. I don't I'd want love to drown. Say, oh jeez. He's not done yet. <laughs> We wish you would be done. <laughs> uh, I would love to thank, uh, if I may, please one of our fun Patreons from Minas Minnetonka. I was about to go off half cocked and just assume that said Minnesota. <laughs> what a fool I would have made of myself. Minnetonka from Minnetonka. That's cool. That is fun. I've never heard of Minnetonka before. No. Uh, I'd love to thank Leroy and Leslie Chappelle or oh. Chapel. Uh Chapel obviously already got great religious cult connotations yeah, going on. Um, Jess, what do you what do you got there? Uh, okay, okay, okay. I'm thinking the Sunshine Bunch. <laughs> the Sunshine Bunch. That's fun. I've just looked wow. it up. Minnetonka's in Minnesota. Perfect. They love their minnows over there, and they also love sunshine. The Sunshine and, State, and oh, yeah. and they hand out bunches of sunflowers. Because they like to spread love. This is a nice cult. Yeah, we said they were nice, they were friendly cults. You went fucked and weird. But that's you. That's I mean, you. I just don't think there is a cult that isn't fucked and weird. Okay, well, that we're, oh, he doesn't get it. Matt. The Minnetonka Millers <laughs> is a baseball club that were champ, state champions in 2015, 2016 and 2017. Wow, let's Minnet- have a go. Minnetonka. That make that sounds great for. But they're also they've also got a club called Minnetonka Dynamo, who's a bandy club. What's that mean? I don't know. <laughs> but they were champions in '94, '98, and 2000. Bandy. Oh, batting above their average. Bloody hell! Uh, so thank you very much, Leroy and Leslie. We don't often get a, a couple patron. Love that, Leroy and Leslie. We love love. We love love. All brother and sister. We love what? Oh, oh, brotherly love. Ever heard of it? Uh, it's a couple of states over, mate. Oh, Philly. Philly, Pennsylvania. The city of brotherly love. Is that right? Yeah, Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Jesse, you heard that before? No. Isn't that a great name for a city? And I, I made don't a mis- get it. I made a mistake a while ago by saying someone. We thank someone from Philadelphia, and I said, <laughs> "Go Pens." And someone tweeted saying, "Don't say that. They are arch enemies." And I I forgot that Pens meant penguins and not. Uh, Pennsylvania, because the team in the city of brotherly love is, of course, the Flyers. Obviously. Go Flyers. Should be the brothers. Oh, mm. that'd be good. 
That was a mistake on their part. I'll have a word. Thank you. Who else would you like to thank? Oh, can I thank another? I'd love to thank. <laughs> oh, please. Please, from, sir, can I thank another? From <laughs> Narvik in the state of No, short for something else, I'd love to thank Lars Rones Olsen. Ooh. Love a triple banger. Often serial killers' names. Like, isn't it normally yeah. they get a triple banger? And name? sorry, Lars, but Lars Rones Olsen is a serial killer. Where'd name. you say he's from? Narvik. Narvik in No. I, I believe that's Norway. Norway. <gasps> How cool is that? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's in Norway. Wow. Hey, Lars, you're all right with me. What's the cult? Ah, it's the cult of the candy canes. Oh. And they all go around with candy canes. They dance in a big candy cane circle. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's not surprising because Narvik is quite far north and not that far from the North Pole <gasps> and old Santa himself. It's pretty far north on the look. Look, that's right up there. Wow, oh, that awesome. is amazing. He probably gets the twenty-four hour sunlight in their summer, Lars which is pretty Olsen. awesome. Lars cool. Olsen. Lars Olsen is a sick name. Lars Olsen. I would say. I bet he's beautiful. I would wager that he is our most most northerly patron and our most. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Did have a second go, and yeah, I reckon you're the. Most northerly patron, so thank you so much. Awesome. And ha- you just have fun with that cult of the candy cane. Well done. The CCC. Love that. Love that so much. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Just, Never apologise. I'm really excited. Um, Dave, would you like to thank some people also? Yeah, I would love to thank all the way from New Jersey. New, hey, New Jersey. New Jersey. I'm walking here. I'm walking here in New Jersey. I'm Bruce Springsteen here. <laughs> Nice. I'm Jumba Jovi here. <laughs> nice. And this is from a fantastic place I didn't know existed, but now I will never forget Forked River. Get forked. <laughs> this river is forked. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to thank from there Marcos Vasquez. Oh, awesome. Oh, Vasquez, a, great name. What a great name, Marcos Vasquez. Thank you, Marcos. I'd like to say also go Rutgers, my uh College team went to a, I went to a college football game in New Jersey. New Jersey, and it was to see the Rutgers or Rutgers. Rutgers, they oh, got smashed. Oh, but it was fun. There was like dancing and and big bands and stuff. That sounds fun. They take it seriously over there. I think that Marcos is part of the uh, the Rutgers. Oh, the Rutgers. <laughs> this little is it like a Rutger? <laughs> yeah, this little Rutger. <laughs> Man, his name is Bart. His name is not important. <laughs> I don't know what Radiga means, but I love it. Radiga. What's your name, young man? Radiga. <laughs> what fun. Marcos, took us a while to get a Simpsons reference in. We had to get one. Marcos Vasquez uh, and the Radigas in Forked River. New Jersey. Thanks so much for your support. Appreciate that. <laughs> thank and, you. And uh, I'd also like to thank from one continent to another, all the way over to GB Luton, which has a... One of London's many airports based out there. His name as well, because uh, I, I, I grabbed this before, is London Lad. London Lad. London Lad is what he goes by. Will, a.k.a. the London Lad from Luton. Well, can, I think he's called the London Lads. Luton, son. <laughs> Luton. Luton. Oh, the London Lads. Very good. And they all play lutes. Yep. Yeah, that sound out of a lute. Okay, I can't make a plucking sound. No, you sing that whilst. Oh, that's good plucking. Oh, that's good. No, that's good plucking. That's good plucking. Plonking. 
<laughs> Will and the London Lads. Lovely bottle is... of plonk. Plonk, 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 plonk. <laughs> Plonk, 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 plonk. Will, that song was dedicated to you and all the London lads out there. Yeah. To you and all that you do. <laughs> Stay groovy, baby. <laughs> Jess was disgusted. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Jess, take yes. us home with a couple of beautiful names. Well, I would like to thank from Toronto <sighs> in Canada. Oh, a brilliant place. Hardy. Fuck yeah, great first name. Hardy's great. Oh, bring it home. Come on. I haven't seen the last name. What is it? Hardy. Cabral, I think. Cabral. Cabral? Hardy Cabral. Hardy is great. My name is Hardy Cabral. Prepare to die. (laughs) You killed my father. Prepare to die. Hardy Cabral. That's a sick So, I mean, obviously that lends itself to the Hardy Boys, but also it could be the Indigo Montoyas. Oh, that's a good one. The Indigo Montoyas is great. And what do they get get up to? Revenge, mostly. (laughs) A cult of revenge. <laughs> but obviously, not death revenge. No. They'll go, what do they do? They're like, they'll put um, itchy powder yep. in your shampoo. Yeah. And such other things. And then they, they say, you did a bad thing. And they wiggle their fingers a lot. And they, they educate. It's a revenge because oh. it comes from a place of being wrong. Revenge They, edu- they revenge Kate. <laughs> yeah. Do they have a... Chris Isaac playing all the time? No. Dung, 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 what a wicked dung. game you played <laughs> to make me feel this way. Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> you had to hear me cover a Chris Isaac song. <laughs> I think we're square. Yeah. <laughs> Good day, sir. Good day. Carry on. Thank you. We are the Inigo Montoyas. Prepare to have an itchy scalp. <laughs> Hardy Cabral. What a name. So good. So thank you, Hardy. And I'd also like to thank from Liverpool, <gasps> also in Great Britain, GB. Um, I'd like to thank. <laughs> oh, represent, Jess. <laughs> David James Gaskell. Ooh. Oh, Gaskell the Rascal. Gaskell the Rascal. <laughs> the Rascals. The little Gaskells. Merseyside Rascals. Oh, the little Gaskells. Oh, the little Gaskells. You know shit. Well done, Dave. <laughs> so when you join, you, you get renamed to a Gaskell? <laughs> yeah. Dave yes. Gaskell. He's killed the original Wait. alfalfa. What is that? But he's David Gaskell. What do you get become if you join? You're going to have to take a new first name. Oh, uh, James. David James Gaskell. Oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same first and second name. <laughs> I'm going to call you Little Gaskell. Oh, uh, I'm the Little Gaskell. You In the Little Gaskell. You Little Gaskell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow you go to like, you've got the <laughs> the, the titular. You're the titular yeah. Gaskell. Everyone thinks it's named after me and David James Gaskell's like, oh, fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the real David James Gaskell. No, I'm the real David James Gaskell. Yeah, you just ruined yeah. his cult. Yeah. It falls apart in three days because Dave, this Dave, oh, joins it. Sorry, David James, but a great name. He, he would. Uh, you. What did you say there as David James Gaskell? Because I'll put it into Liverpool um, language. Oh, my God. Where David James think? Gaskell. He said, I'm, I'm the, the real Gaskell. David James Gaskell. I'm the real David James Gaskell. <laughs> Were you playing air bass as you said that? I can only do it by playing Paul McCartney's. What's his little bass brand called? Hofner. Hofner. I can't He's only also, do it. Playing... He plays left handed, so you're air doing it wrong. There we go. Well, I'm a mirror. But you shake your head like a bobblehead. I, I, so when, I'm, when I'm P. Uh, Mackin, I'm, I'm mirroring mirror. over at the TV. I'm a mirror. I'm a mirror. I'm a mirror. I just went plinko plonko, you know, <laughs> a little bit like this, and then, uh, yeah, we had another hit record. <laughs> I go in and out. It's very. Mostly out, to out. Us. Yeah. yeah. Largely out. Bloody, bloody you're in, man. you're out, in, you're out forever. <laughs> what a fun time we've had. Oh, Jeez, that was what a fun. sad. Don't speak for me. 
no, honestly, I was being ironic. That was a that was a pretty distressing episode. No, but to be honest, the Patreon read was one of my favorite for a while. So oh, great. that was the real highlight. <laughs> yeah. no, the episode was great. <laughs> I never heard of it. Uh, good yeah, Yahweh very, to you all. Very, <laughs> very interesting. And a good Yahweh to you. Yes. So um And Yahweh to you. <laughs> thank you so much. I think we're bordering on offensive now. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yahweh meaning. It's like it's where it, I like to sit. Great. On offense. Of <laughs> Of Sitting on offense. offense. I did not mean that at all. All right. Sitting on offense. That's that's great pun work there. Oh, no. <laughs> pun king. Pun king. Pun no, king. I'm the punk king. Oh, yeah. Pun king. Oh, no, king. I did it again. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's all a play. Dave, I'm looking for you to wrap it up, Jess. One of us has to do the honors. Jess, I know we you. all wanted to do keep me going. Do it. Please. Fuck yeah, I'll do it. Tell us about what. how can people get in contact or follow us or support us or do, okay, do okay, that let stuff. Let me wrap up. You don't have to guide me. <laughs> Just, uh, I can it, do it. Don't forget to mention. <laughs> I can do it. I've right. been here the same amount of episodes you have, David. Yeah, but have you been here? Oh, that's a good question. Really here? Yeah. So we've got a website, apparently. <laughs> how long's that been happening? <laughs> You can check that out. I'm not sure what it is. Google do go on. You'll find it, I guess. Probably third one down. Uh, you can also go to Facebook. I mean, we really have to work on that if it's coming up third. That's a site that's been around a while. You've probably got one. Instagram, there's one of those. Do go on pod at that. No, that one. Twitter. Yeah, do go on pod. Do go on pod. Is it, are they? Yeah, including the website. Dot, yeah. Just add a dot .com. No, dot .au. No. Huh. I mean, you. We really have to. I've just googled our own podcast title, and our podcast uh, website doesn't even come up. My website comes up before it. Oh, we really have to work on uh, work on that. It Make is dogoonpod.com. You can suggest a topic. You can buy merch. You can buy tickets to our live shows. You can uh, get in touch with us. You can email us at dogoonpod at gmail And also, just by sending us good vibes telepathically, we'll feel them. Oh, we feel them. Yeah. And that wraps up today's show. So until next time, I will say goodbye. Laters. Bye. I do not pull that face. Matt, you do I pull do. that face? You do. <gasps> Fucking do. It's adorable. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so cute. Is there a fly in the room? <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.